welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Not a matter of of when you visit the website, so again, be sure to do so at gunspot.com. And while you're strapped up, saddle up in a new ride from Roper Kia. Check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mic'd Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. You better believe it. Once you get that nicer, newer ride, you're going to need your oil changed and your tire service at some point. So be sure to get that done and taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Not a matter of matter of when you're going to need your oil changed and those tire service. Make sure you get that done and taken care of right here at Downtown Lube. And happy Halloween to our Ooh, listeners. You've made it. You did it. Another successful Halloween season. Yeah, um, now that we're here, uh, you guys didn't do anything. This is another year where you guys didn't do anything. I almost said something Thursday. It was like, I've been expecting something from you guys, and I've not gotten anything. Right. And I'm just, I'm nope. almost disappointed yeah. in you guys. Not yet. So, um, happy Halloween to everybody. We will talk a little bit Halloween uh, today. I, one of my favorite holidays. I don't know if that's been very obvious or not. Uh, I think it is. Just this time of year. I mean, it's even kind of like a little rainy today. Uh, this mm-hmm. weekend it has been here in Joplin, but I love it. Because yep. I look outside, you know, and it's it just feels it's that like fall. fall. The leaves are falling. It is a little cool, kind of breezy, mm-hmm. and it's raining. It's like this is the type of Halloween we see in the movies. Mm-hmm. Then you get all those little kids out and about tomorrow night yep. on Halloween night. Little trunk and treat. They don't really do the door to door anymore. Go to a safe little park. Not or, in my uh, neighborhood. Not in yours. Full of kids. Full <sighs> movie esque trigger treaters tomorrow night. I was that telling my so parents cool. about it over the weekend. I. I don't even like to leave my house on Halloween because there are so many kids in the streets. That's cool, though, like mm-hmm. especially the fact that it is the movie-esque type of Halloween that you see in the movies because yep. that's what makes Halloween fun. Like That's what makes Halloween look so cool because, like, oh, man, like yeah. you actually have trick-or-treaters coming up, and you don't know who – and this might – I don't know, hopefully – you just you don't know who the kids are, so it makes it more enjoyable. Like, you just you get to see how they are in their costumes and like how cool they are, special they feel. You know, it also makes me up. nervous, though. Like, who's going to mess with my house? Which one of you has eggs? <laughs> yeah. So like, truck, little truck goes in the to... garage. Make sure the doors and windows are locked. Like, <laughs> I'm not taking any chances. Michael will... Myers walking around the backside. Uh, it's been a long time ago. But I woke up one time from on after Halloween. So November 1st, woke up. And I woke up to a, a couple police cars in my neighborhood, like, driving around. And I walk out to my truck at about 8 a.m. on a Monday. Right before that, the 7.30 a.m. on a Monday. And the police officer stops me and says, sir, can I talk to you for a second? And I'm thinking, like, what did I do? Like, anytime I have to talk to a cop, I immediately think, what have I done? <laughs> what are you trying to talk to me about? And, but he just, he wanted to know, like, if my house had been vandalized at all. Because a bunch of people got their houses and their cars spray painted. They were spray painting dirty words on cars. Luckily, 
none of my stuff got touched, but a little mischief every once in a while. My buddies from college tell stories on how they would run around neighborhoods and uh, slash those air pop-up things, like those blow-up things that people <laughs> yeah. use. And I was like, do you guys ever get caught? And like, oh, yeah, we got caught. Like, you know, they suspected that it was us. And I was like, well, was it you guys? And they're like, oh, I mean, yeah, it was definitely us. And I was mm-hmm. like, do you think they all knew too? And they're like, well, I mean, you busted us, and then the popping stopped. It's kind of easy to figure out it was actually us. <laughs> right. I was like, you flipping dogs. All right, let's talk a little football, though, because we had a, a nice little exciting low-key weekend uh, I thought one of the biggest news dumps over the weekend was the Tom Brady news. Him and Giselle officially getting divorced now. And I tell you, I, I wonder, I know that this is like there's a person behind it. He's not just a player, an athlete. I wonder how he's going to play now. If this is going to be a little bit of a, a stress relief for Tom Brady so that he can kind of get back to his old self. I know you have some theories about witches uh-huh. and such. It's not even witches, just witch. <laughs> witch, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Giselle, where are the voodoo dolls at? I'm telling you, if anyone else on that team starts getting hurt, like is it Shaq Barrett that went down with the Achilles injury? I don't remember. Someone did on their, the defense side of the ball for the Buccaneers. <laughs> Good talk. And, I mean, they've been dealing with injuries all year. Maybe it's just one of those years, but at the same time, the way it lines up, I just can't help but think it's Adele being like, oh, mm-hmm. there's another piece that you need on the team to be good. Sorry about you, Tommy. Yeah, sorry, Mike Evans. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there's another hammy, Julio Jones. <laughs> Hamstring injuries. They are battling some injuries. Yeah, and it is weird. I, I'm i also kind of like I couldn't help but think me and Tom Brady got a lot in common now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how he does, see how he recovers on the other side of this thing or not. Something tells me Tom Brady going to do pretty well for himself. I'm sure – I mean, we've had the conversations ourselves is, you know, who gets, like, who, who moves, moves on, on first? <laughs> yeah, it's like, always the way you say who, it, yeah. Who's just who laying it down first. and being like, yeah, I don't care. I'm done with this. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Well, usually in a divorce, somebody has pre-moved on. <laughs> yeah, he did. I feel like most, <laughs> like, if it's a divorce, it probably ended with a cheating situation. Is that just me? Am I jaded? May I honestly, I think so, okay. but and, and that's I'll fair. That. That's very understandable. <laughs> I mean, your situation it sucks. I'm sorry. I hope I never have to go through that, especially being married with kids. But with this one, I think it's more so that she just has been wanting him to retire uh-huh. for like ten years, and he just keeps playing football mm-hmm. and he keeps winning. And the fact that he retired and then comes back, I bet that just felt like a giant slap in the face to her. I don't ever want to speak on someone else's relationship, but I mean, we've seen his little mini documentaries that he's done. And this last one that he did, Man in Arena with ESPN, he talked about how much he loved spending time with his family and how much that meant to him the, the year that he was suspended for the four games. And he got to go do things with his family at a certain point in the year that he never had before. Yeah. And it was like, I'm sure they were all looking forward to that. And he just goes, eh, snip, snap, I'm coming back to play. And she's just, you know, again, just like, well, what the heck? Like, Tom, what's it going to take? Like, you've already won another Super Bowl. You're 45 years old. What, else, you, old like, what else is there to prove? And, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of on her side with this. Like, you retired. Why come back? Like, what do you have to prove? You're about to go make more money in TV being an analyst. Just yeah. enjoy doing that. Or maybe that was it, too. It was just she's like, why would you yeah, go get that, that job was. where you're going to – now you're going to be gone even more during football. Yeah. She's like, you're just never going to be away from the sport. Yeah. We didn't need the money. <laughs> yeah. We are okay. Just be home for a while. It's I, I don't know. Maybe that was a lot to it. I Maybe neither one of them was. 
cheating. What are these guys supposed to do? I mean, Jake Cutler retires and his wife is like, he's turned into a lazy bum. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> doesn't do now. anything anymore. And Tom Brady's like, I just want to work, 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 work. And his wife's like, why do you want to work all the time? I'm just trying to provide Maybe they just family. need to swap wives. I mean, that used to be a TV show. The old wife swap. What's Jake Cutler's wife's, ex-wife's name? Kristen uh, Cavalier. Cavalier. Yeah. yeah. She is, as you would say, a smoke show. She is. She's also a high maintenance, which again, that's my type. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a little bit crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that on. Yeah. That's my type. Yeah. Anger issues, bipolar. Um, a lot of that. A lot of craziness. <laughs> uh, happy for it Tom Brady. <laughs> Maybe he'll, he'll get to move on. I, I am curious to see how he will play. Post divorce, and obviously a divorce doesn't just happen, but maybe now that it is a little bit of a stress relief of, all right, I know that this is what's going to happen officially. Now I can move on. And another guy that we've been looking at and trying to figure out how he would do today specifically is Kyler Murray. How was he going to do after the Call of Duty drop? Cardinals lost today, threw a couple interceptions, had a couple batted balls. He didn't look great. And the Cardinals don't look great either. And I saw, before we push record tonight, I did see that um, Fire Cliff was trending on Twitter, which is crazy. They just re-upped his deal. Yeah. You, I, like, you just gave him more money. I don't. I think we both questioned, but I know I did for sure. I'm like, why extend these two? Yep. Like, I, you didn't give the last, you know, duo a real long opportunity here. And for the Cardinals, we almost kind of praised it. It was like, all right, you realize this is not going to be it? Yeah, you moved exactly. on. With this one, it's like, now you're stuck between a rock and a hard spot because now you're keeping or you've extended a coach and a quarterback and guaranteed money. They have the same agent, and it's like you've kind of screwed yourselves. Mm -hmm. And with Cliff, like that move never made sense to me. Uh, obviously, it didn't make sense to a lot of people. Well, it's just crazy how you get fired for being a head coach in college and then you get hired in the NFL. To me, that's your alma mater. Yeah. Like the one place that should be like, we are going to keep you. Forever. Like this is like the Panthers now going and hiring Scott Frost. Mm -hmm. If that freaking happens, I'd be insane. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they do next. Oh, you <laughs> got fired in college football and you like to drink? Yeah, come here. Uh, <laughs> I just did a quick Google search. He is 27-28-1 as a head coach in the NFL. Not good. So, uh, I mean, a losing record. And I know that he took over a team that was was not great. But still, I mean, we kind of – not we, because I'm, I'm not going to put myself into this one. A lot of people anointed him as, like, he's going to be the next great – Head coach, this mm -hmm. offensive line, the Sean McVay type. And he really, just, he hasn't been good. And this year, the Cardinals are struggling quite a bit. And an NFC West that hasn't been real good. I mean, even the Rams are struggling, the 49ers. Maybe they will turn it around now, but it's just it has not been good out there in the West. Uh, I think the, 40, the 49ers smoked the Rams today, 31-14. Mm -hmm. to 14. That's eight straight victories against the Rams. Which in is, the regular season. Yeah, a, a crazy number. Another season sweep for them. Yeah, and Christian McCaffrey looked really good today. Mm -hmm. I had a passing touchdown, rushing touchdown, and receiving touchdown. I didn't actually, I didn't see his throwing touchdown. But his impressive. receiving touchdown, I did see. That was a phenomenal catch. That was, and you know, that's one cool thing I like to see in person. Mad in the video game, can't make that type of catch in the game. <laughs> 
Your feet are getting taken out from underneath you. Somebody played Madden this I week. don't even have a fucking game. I just know that wouldn't happen. <laughs> that, was, that was my first thought when I saw Madden out here catching strays from big country. <laughs> like, I just, that was my first thought when I saw I was like, man, that's a really cool catch. Too bad you can't do that on the video game. The DB's already there. How do you play NBA 2K? Like, <laughs> I don't. I can't. Like I, can't. Can. I would, because I used to hate the out, like, me playing basketball person, I would pride myself, like Kevin Love, on my outlet passes. I can pass a basketball across the court, on the money, in stride, catch it, lay up, boom. Don't even have to freaking go play offense. I'm staying here on defense. I'm cherry picking. That's how good I would I'd pride myself on. I try to do that on 2K. You throw the ball into the second row of the stands. And it's like, that's not happening. You go to cross someone over, that crossover would have broke my ankles. He yeah. said I, my offensive player is just fumbles the ball and I, or loses the ball. And I just drives me insane. I get way too upset with video games, and now I just I've realized I can only play in spurts. Two K is hard because there will be moves where you're like, I just want to do a simple crossover to a spin move, mm-hmm. and it's like you gotta work the shit out of that joystick. <laughs> yeah, and if you miss, ladies, wrong, find you a fellow that can play two K. Yeah, <laughs> you will be happily ever after. <laughs> I know I've sent you the clip, but there's that the VR the headset, like the Oculus. The clip? A TikTok, I should say. I thought you said something me. different. Anyway. <laughs> Flick it, dog. Uh, anywho, <laughs> the Oculus where there's like that new game that you could play, and a guy puts, puts it on, and he goes to scramble out of the pocket, and he runs across his living mm-hmm. room into the window. Like, I want to get one of those so I can play. Like, I want to be able to play that video game, like, from the perspective of a quarterback in the pocket. Like, And how real does a video game have to be? I haven't played it. I, For you to be like, I'm going to run. No, I mean, <laughs> I know it, I'm in a living room, but I also kind of feel like I'm also on a football field. You forget field. where you're at because like the, it wraps around your ears too. So like yeah. you, you feel like you're there because there's no, it covers your peripheral. So like everything is focused in there. And I've done like a boxing, the boxing on it. And like I won, I went to go celebrate in the corner and I ran into my stove when my buddies had it. My same buddies <laughs> from college, he brought it this over. This is in your apartment? Yes, and I just need the shit out of my oven, dude. And I thought I broke it, and I thought I broke my knee because I was, like, celebrating the victory. I was like, fuck yeah, and just ba-bam. <laughs> but I love fun. watching the videos years. of the uh, the older people that are playing it. <laughs> yeah. And you'll get, like, a, a grandpa that tries to run, and then he falls over something, or a grandma that freaks out over Where they do that boardwalk thing. Or whatever. Yes. Yeah, they walk the plane jump stuff. into the TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't, I, maybe I should get one. I would hurt myself. Yeah, be sitting. Just sit. <laughs> yeah, I don't just don't sit stand in the up. Living room. No matter what happens, like it's just a car game, like a racing game. That's it. Just sit here. <laughs> yeah. No running. No jumping. Don't hurt yourself. You don't want to have to explain that one uh, to anyone. And another team. How about this? That's going to have some explaining to do. This Falcons Panthers game today was absolutely just bananas. It was drunk. Is the uh, best way to explain it. Yes, the Falcons are trailing by. Uh, they were down by six. They throw a Hail Mary, the Panthers are trailing by six, throw a Hail Mary to D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore somehow got behind all the corners and all the safeties and catches a Hail Mary touchdown. And just when you think, oh, my God, the Panthers are going to win this football game, D.J. Moore rips his helmet off and gets a 15-yard penalty for celebration. You know, I think, personally, I think that penalty is dumb. Like, yeah, the play's over. Like, why can you not take your helmet mm-hmm. off? Let the camera see it. Get some FaceTime. That's one thing that we praise right. about It's almost like the baseball. bat flip thing in, in baseball. Like, oh, nope, can't do that. Why not? Why can't you take your helmet yeah. off? Do it. 
If you it, don't want it, then for stop this, me from scoring. This one, like DJ Moore, he does have to know better. The rule is the rule. It cost them the game. It probably shouldn't have, but it definitely cost them the game. Uh, the Falcons come back and win this thing in overtime. The Panthers did have another chance in overtime to win this and missed a field goal again. Uh, but then the Falcons come back, they kick a field goal, and win this thing 37-34. It is a dumb rule. I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to know better if you do more. 100%. But, you know, P.J. Locke, I really like him. I don't think that he's starting quarterback material. Who? <laughs> P.J. Walker is who I said. <laughs> you said P.J. Locke. <laughs> yeah. Used to play safety for the Texas Longhorns. He's pretty good, too. P.J. Oh, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty damn good quarterback. I would want him on my team. Like he's kind of like that gamer type guy that he's going to come in and he's going to play well. Mm-hmm. He, uh, the Panthers look much better with him at quarterback than they ever did with Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton. He's the best one of them all. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems that way, especially when he's making throws like he did today, that hell married to uh, DJ Moore, beautiful ball. Mm-hmm. Even Patrick Mahomes said it himself. That's the best throw of the year. It's like, Okay, Patrick's saying them. I'll believe it. It's bold. <laughs> it is. The Hail Mary is such a weird one, too. Like, people will be like, that's the best throw of the year. Not to call out old number 15. You're kind of just throwing it deep. <laughs> yeah. But I, he put it right on the money. He did. That was a better throw than most of them. Like, uh, when Kyler th- Murray threw the Hail Mary and everybody was like, that's the best throw ever. It's like, eh. He's throwing it into a crowd. That was Hopkins. Like that was Hopkins' yeah. play. Yeah, give that credit to him. In the Nike gloves or whatever ones he yep. was wearing. The Jordan gloves, maybe. I don't remember. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deontay Foreman, though, speaking of this game, goes off. Three touchdowns, 118 yep. yards, 26 carries. Uh, I box score read that because he tore it up on my bench on fantasy, and I once again <laughs> lost in our league. I am 0 and 8. Dang. He's and he's put together now. This is two straight games <laughs> of over a hundred yards. 118 yards. That's just what he does. That's what he did at Texas, and that's what he does. He just gets over 100 yards and at least a touchdown. And I maybe I'm wrong here, and I should have researched this more before I just put it out there. I think that he was battling with some like mental health issues in Houston. They never really got things right, but he's he's an interesting player. He's mm-hmm. still he's only 26 years old. Really, I thought he was older. Than like that. with him and Chuba Hubbard in that backfield. I think the Panthers probably got it right by trading Christian McCaffrey. Now, 49ers, looks like it paid off for them today. But for what the Panthers are, what they need right now, having Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard back there in your backfield, I think you're okay with that in the picks that you just got for Christian McCaffrey. I agree, because right now what you need is you just need role players doing their job. If you can get role players successfully doing what they need to do, then you can find playmakers to build upon that. And then that's how you start to lead yourself in the right direction. I just wonder with the trade deadline being this Tuesday, if we see them have a fire sale. Yeah. Like, do you move on from Brian Burns? Do you trade DJ Moore? Does anything else like that happen with the Panthers? We thought kind of similar to the Broncos, but Broncos pick up a win today in London against the London Jaguars. And it's like, I think everyone's going to stay. Did I don't know if you saw it or not, but they had Russell Wilson after the game interviewed him. Laura Rutledge, what a just wonderful person she is. <laughs> but you could see her face, and I tweeted it earlier this morning. The look on her face is the look on all of our faces when he said, Broncos country, let's ride. 
It's like she looked like she just wanted to tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, go do some it, high knees Russell. on the plane, dude. Like, nobody cares about you at all anymore. It's like everybody is on to the fakeness. And he did have a good throw there at the end of the game to put them in a position to go into the red zone to K.J. Hamler for them to run the ball in and score. But Latavius Murray also had himself a pretty good game for the Broncos. It wasn't anything spectacular stat-wise, but he ran the ball successfully, and that's what the Broncos needed, especially right there in the red zone to score against the Jaguars. But at the same time, it's like, I don't feel like Russell Wilson played that fantastic of a game. No, he didn't. He didn't do anything special, and he's making – Nearly fifty million dollars this year. Oh, a ton I, think of money. I think he comes in like forty-eight mil is what he makes. I think it was forty-eight and a half to be exact. Obviously, Broncos fans and that front office really questioning that move. Yep. Right now, and uh, Sylvester mentions it here in the comments too. He's like, you know, he didn't know if I'm a fan of Derek Carr here, but they lose today to the Saints, twenty-four to nothing. Mm-hmm. And I know this isn't necessarily on the rundown, but I guess there's also rumors that Alvin Kamara might be traded. There's they're taking calls on him where he goes could be interesting, but it's like you sitting you're looking at the Raiders and you're like what the hell is going on? Yeah, losing twenty four to nothing is tough. Like if you were told told me today they lost twenty one twenty four to the Saints, it's like yeah, this is a decent football team. Yeah, losing twenty four to nothing for a team that made the playoffs last year and added Devontae Adams. Like mm-hmm. we both thought that they were going to be pretty damn good this year, and yeah. they're just they are not good at all. I even saw a poll up earlier. Today, and it was something we talked about last episode, so where does Derek Carr play next year? I'm Commanders, Colts. Adams. Right? Well, I mean, he's getting paid. Yeah, yeah he a is. A lot. Is true. And he wanted yeah. to be out of Green Bay. Did he, though? Yeah. Because he, did he think Aaron was leaving? or I, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but, I mean, he wanted out. He got out. He's about to go I, out now of Las I, Vegas, too. Does he want to go back? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but I don't know that that's going to be an option for him. But it does look like, and it, I'm starting to get the feel as well, that Derek Carr is maybe playing his last season with the Raiders. Yeah. I don't know what his contract situation is, but I will say I have learned over the last two years that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, he could. He could very well be moved on from the Raiders, or maybe it's a mutual split. I don't. I don't know, but... They're sitting there right now at two and five. That's a t- that's a tough record to bring back a, a quarterback who's getting kind of older. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I I think that his career now is going to kind of mirror that of a Matt Ryan. Of like, we'll talk for a couple years. When are the Raiders going to finally move on from him? Yep. And eventually they will. Probably before you know Matt Ryan was like thirty eight or whatever when he got traded finally. Yeah. But Derek Carr and the whole Raiders. Team, that's tough. It's that's a tough one. Yeah. Saints, it, like the Saints with Andy Dalton, maybe he's their guy for a little bit. <laughs> he, he, you know, we talked about backup quarterbacks last episode. He wasn't really one that we mentioned there that we talked no. about in depth. I could see him being a bridge quarterback there in New Orleans. I think New Orleans would like that. I mean, he's, he's a you know a proven leader, player, veteran. He does just enough. He might lead you to the playoffs. You're probably not going to win once you get there with him. But at the same time, it's like he's doing enough. He's doing what you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with those uh, older quarterbacks. Another quarterback that didn't play a little bit of a surprise this weekend was Ryan Tannehill. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that he was ill, but then also had an ankle injury. 
Malik Willis gets the start, and that's about all he did because they <laughs> just handed the ball off to Derrick Henry, who rushed for over 200 yards once again. It was it was against the Texans, so that's like whatever. But it, it's hard to rush for 200 yards in the NFL. Malik Willis finishes the day 6 of 10 for 55 yards. They, this, to me, tells me they definitely did not expect him to play. And when they got that injury report for Ryan Tannehill, Vrabel just said, yeah, we're running the ball. Running the damn ball. We will do nothing else. We will have Derrick Henry take three times as many carries as Malik Willis does passing yeah, attempts. Yeah, he did it to the tune of 32 carries for 219 yards, like you mentioned. And I saw he, he did like a post-game interview on the field right after the game. And he's like, you know, it's just something about this place. It just, you know, it's just different. I was like, yeah, one, it's Houston. Two, you're inside. And three, you carried the ball 32 times. Yeah, there's something different. you got right. plenty of opportunities to do what you want to do. I think it still goes to show that's how good Derrick Henry is, and that's also still how bad the Houston Texans are. And it just but still goes to show. You can load up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> See you later. Adios, amigos. It also just goes to show, too, with Derrick Henry, he's not slowing down. At the beginning no. of the year, I was like, ooh, it's looking a little rough. Maybe this might be the year. Him and Tom Brady together just – it even Wrong. like kind of got off to a little bit of a slow start, even. But you know he's already he's at 500 rushing yards on the season with five touchdowns, and I don't think that is counting today's stats. If it's not counting, man, he's definitely in the lead. Then is it just him and Dalvin Cook that's up there? Dalvin Cook going to be up there for sure. He had another good day, yeah, um, as well. And then another running back, <laughs> Tony Pollard for the Cowboys. He goes off and. I don't know. I, I saw that Jerry Jones has kind of already said that Zeke is still the starter. This, I don't, to me, Zeke can be the starter. And if that's what Jerry wants, that's what Jerry's yeah. going to get. Pollard's going to get more carries, though. 100%. <laughs> so, like, yep. if you want to sit up there in your owner's box and you want to say Zeke is the starter, that is fine. This is first like possession, <laughs> first down, he's in there, baby. Second down, here comes Tony Pollard. <laughs> this is like senior night in basketball. Yeah, you're going to let the yes. senior start, but we know there's a sophomore that's better than this kid, and he's going to play. <laughs> yeah, first I... turnover, sorry, bub, you're out. Congrats on the start. First one of your high school career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or your first series, give it to Zeke. Yep. There you go. You are the starter. Congratulations. And, but now we're going to bring in Tony Pollard. It's been like a conversation for about, two years. We Exactly. That's why I was getting ready to leave. Like we talked about at the beginning of the season or in the offseason. I was like, this is going to be the year Tony Pollard takes over the job. Zeke's slowing down. We've been looking at it for years. Man, he's, you know, he's lost weight. He's gained weight. He's in the best shape of his life. Zeke's ready. Zeke's ready to eat again. We haven't seen it. And Tony Pollard made the explosive plays last year. He made them today. And I think this is just the beginning of a lot more for the rest of the season for the Cowboys, where it just goes to show, like, we can let Tony Pollard run the ball 14 times, and we can let Dash Prescott do his job, and we can put up nearly 50 points. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. If you're the Cowboys fan, you're loving it. Granted, it's against the Bears, but right. still. 49 points is 49 points. You love to do that. Yep. And Tony Pollard is averaging 5.6 yards a carry. Zeke Elliott is averaging 4.1 yards a carry. Quick math, that's a difference of a yard and a half. <laughs> that's a big difference when you're Quick talking math. about the same guy on the same, or, you know, same team, two different guys. Zeke has 109 carries. Tony Pollard has 67. You got to start giving Tony Pollard the ball more. Yeah. And even if you turn it into a running back by committee, that's a pretty good committee to have there. That's yeah. what everyone else in the NFL seems to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, Zeke can still be really good. He still catches the ball in the backfield yep. well. But it, it is time to give Tony Pollard the bulk of the carries. 
in Dallas. And I, it, like I said, it's been a conversation for a while there. And then even looking, we're through eight weeks now with just uh, two games left as we record. The NFC division leaders right now after eight weeks, I don't think anybody saw this one coming. The NFC North is the Vikings are winning the NFC North. Yep. Maybe you had a couple Vikings fans <laughs> that would have told you, yeah, I think we can be winning the North this year. Like maybe some Vikings fans. The NFC West, not even the Seahawks fans themselves would have told you they expected to be winning this division. But this that's what they're be doing here. right now with Pete Carroll. And I put out a tweet earlier, and I think this is probably true. He should be at least considered for coach of the year for what he's doing. And like Brian Dayball is another guy that we talked about. He's doing a wonderful job too. The Seahawks beat that team today. Mm-hmm. So put some respect on Pete Carroll's name. <laughs> Because that old fart still knows football and is still winning this division despite trading his Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, which, he just which, got... Is he? Is, is Russell Wilson still a Hall of Fame quarterback? Oh, man. Because I, I, I tell you, he's losing media votes rapidly. I mean, so quickly. And the, <laughs> the thing is, maybe he never had the media votes because he never got an MVP vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something people are going to hold against him forever. He's never yeah. received one MVP vote. He led the C- he brought the Seahawks out of the darkness, led them to a couple Super Bowls, won one. We also give a huge amount of thanks and praise also to Also lost defense. one. Yeah. <laughs> because of him. Like, maybe run the ball, damn it. But I, I think that just goes to show with Pete, too. He's like, you know, we're tired of – we got tired of letting Russ cook. We know what we want to do. We know what we're successful with and what we can do. And we – and we're doing it now, and we're winning. You're sitting here five and three. You beat the Giants like you mentioned. I felt like the Giants just kind of crumbled a little bit, but at the same time, you don't want to say that because Seahawks won this ball game, and you don't want to take any credit away from them in that. But I think you're you're really onto something with Pete Carroll possibly being coach of the year. The yep. one that really stuns me though is the NFC South being the Atlanta Falcons. Like, yep. uh, the the NFC South where the Falcons are winning. They are still bad. <laughs> so, like, if you're maybe a casual NFL fan and you're listening to this, um, that's a surprise for one. Uh, two, the fact that they are winning this division and their record is four and four. I, I could have seen the Bucks, obviously. Uh-huh. If you would have told me the Saints, I'd be like, okay, maybe things are clicking for Jameis. <laughs> but for the Falcons to be winning, it is wild. Now, they are four and four, so take it with a grain of salt. But I think maybe what's even more surprising is the fact that the Buccaneers are three and five. Yeah, and they I lost did again not expect day. that to happen at all. I think this is the first time that Tom Brady's had a losing record ever in his career in the NFL. Yeah, probably this far into the season or something. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I don't even know if he ever started like zero and one. I mean, this is like twenty years. The yeah. man is incredible, and single. I was going to bring it up earlier, but we ended up moving on. Is he the most uh, available Bachelor in the entire world? He should go on The Bachelor. I would watch that show again. But you bring in the elite ladies. Like, not that The Bachelor haven't been elite ladies. But I'm talking like we're getting some blue check marks. Yeah. Actresses. Yes. Models. Mm. Congresswomen. (laughs) Sign the man up. Yeah. Do and something. that's the thing is, is like, he doesn't even have to like sell himself. It's just like, yeah, I'm Tom. Like that's his pickup line. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't even be like, oh, you're the only ten I see. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Like there's none of that. It's like, oh, you come here often. It's like, hey, my yeah. name's Tom Brady. Oh, 
I have seven rings. Want to make it one more? Like, you know, he's he's got it all. I would watch that show, and maybe Tom Brady would be down for it now. Yeah, he's all about the reality. He's out there TV. in the media now, yep. putting himself out there, or even flip the switch. I'd probably watch one if it was Giselle. I don't know as much about her. I don't either. I know that she was a Victoria's Secret model, and she's worth more money than Tom Brady. Does she have like a clothing line or a lingerie like, line or know, something? Perfume or something. And that this just makes wild. So much money. You're making more money than Tom Brady. Good for her. Go off, Queen. Yeah. I mean, we've all we've all known it. Like it's been said for years, but I just I didn't know. I guess I didn't know modeling paid that much. I thought she would have something else. Right, because I mean, Tom Brady's making a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, granted, he's making a lot of money, but couldn't make more. He's just such oh, a yeah. team player. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I will watch that show. And then the last one, the NFC East, I am still surprised that the Eagles are winning it. Not so much that they're winning it, but the fact that they are still undefeated and that they yeah. look so good. I, they absolutely killed the Steelers today. Uh, this is not the same Steelers team that we're all used to, but it's still, they killed the Steelers today. They looked really good. A.J. Brown had one hell of a day. Man. I am surprised that they are still playing so good. I honestly thought that this might fizzle out. They'd catch an L or two. Yeah. They just still haven't. They're, they're beating everyone in front of them. And, like, the thing with A.J. Brown being traded to him, I just – I kind of thought it was one of those deals like, ah, oh, I mean, that almost sucks for A.J. Brown. Like, Jalen Hurts isn't going to be able to get him the ball. Boy, was I wrong. I got to eat those words. I mean, Jalen Hurts had four touchdowns today, 285 yards. There were a lot of people that were upset that the Eagles gave up that first – I think it was a first-rounder to get uh-huh. A.J. Brown. Pat myself on the back. I liked it. Go, go get your young quarterback a, a proven receiver. And, and, and Howie did. Roseman, phenomenal job turning this around. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is what you get paid to do as a general manager. You lead a team to Super Bowl. You yeah. win it. You come back and then realize quickly, like, we don't have the right pieces. Mm-hmm. And you move on from them. And people I, are going to sit here and shit yeah. on you. I did. I shit it on Howie Roseman big time. Well, even, big we talked about the Colts last week. Of yeah. how, like, Chris Ballard, like, oh, man, it sucks. You got screwed at the quarterback position. Look at what the Eagles have done. They had an MVP caliber quarterback. He got hurt. You won the Super Bowl with the backup. You thought you might have to roll that backup. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. He moved on. Then you draft a guy in the second round. Turned out pretty okay for you. He's a pretty damn good leader, too. And everybody loves him. And you're winning. Mm-hmm. So it's just winning fixes whatever issues possibly might be there for the Eagles. But at the same time, there doesn't really seem to be anything. And again, everyone else in the media tried saying it, and I kept questioning it. It was like, the Eagles look good on paper. The Eagles might be one of the best teams in football. Yep. And I sat here and I said, how, why, what, who? Yeah, where? I gave At them receiver? five W's, sure. right? And they've proven. They've answered all of them so far. Yeah. I hope they continue the success. I hope they have a phenomenal year. I hope they make a deep run into the playoffs. I hope the Eagles go to the Super Bowl again. I can't, I, I've been rooting for them. Because honestly, we talked about how bad the NFC is all the time. I mean, right now it's the Eagles. And if it comes down to the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the 49ers, and the Giants, let's throw them in the mix too. That would be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely getting a lot better in the NFC East, where just a couple years ago they were the laughing stock of the entire league. And we were talking about how they shouldn't be in the playoffs. (laughs) All kinds of noise. (laughs) Now here they are, looking like one of the best divisions in football. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, taking it over to the – AFC side, complete chalk. Uh, like every <laughs> team that we thought would win is winning. Uh, the Ravens are winning the NFC, sorry, the AFC North. Now, maybe that's a little bit of a surprise over the Bengals, but I'm not surprised by it. 
the Chiefs winning the West, duh, uh, despite the fact that the Chargers and the Broncos had a lot of hype coming into the season. Uh, the Titans in the South, like that's definitely not a surprise given how the Colts have been playing. And then the Bills in the East, like all these teams, just the top teams are who we thought they would be. In the Absolutely. And, and speaking of the Ravens, like you said, leading the North uh, for the AFC side, do you think Lamar Jackson's still the, the quarterback of the future for the Ravens? I think it's maybe we're going to see a messy offseason for them. You know, like, he had the sign and, on Thursday that's like, mm-hmm. pay him now or but whatever. At, like, at the same time, I, I don't feel like Jackson has improved. Like, and I feel like I'm kind of going like wishy-washy on this because, you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't think he was going to develop, and I was like, okay, we're starting to see some development. Like, right now, it's like, I feel like he's just kind of, I don't want to say stalling out, but we're not seeing anything different. Like, it's just yep. the same Lamar Jackson. But it's enough because he makes plays with his legs, and you're like, mm-hmm. we love that. And it's like, is that um, a coaching thing? To where, yeah. he, you know, they're not taking that next step forward. Is it a Lamar Jackson thing? Uh, but I do agree. It, I, it's also kind of like that Patrick Mahomes thing, you know. He came in in his second year, threw for, what was it, 55 touchdowns. Yeah. And we all kind of thought, like, wow, is this going to be the norm for him? So maybe that's part of the Lamar Jackson thing, too, is that we're kind of holding him to this incredible standard that he set for himself. So it's, it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> yeah. for him. But I, it, it is going to be interesting to see what happens with them in the offseason. They're, they're going to hit him with the franchise tag at least twice. Mm-hmm. He's also still so young that I do wonder, is he the future there? They're going to roll with Tyler Huntley for a little bit. Now, I don't think you're getting rid of Lamar Jackson because what you have in Tyler Huntley. But maybe you're a little bit more okay with it. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. we got a guy who's played pretty well. The old Pete Carroll method. <laughs> <laughs> Which still blows my mind, it, but yeah, who knows? The AFC, though, I I think most of these teams will stay in the leader spot. The Titans got off to a rough start this year, but they've seemed to figure it out. Just hand the ball to Derrick Henry, <laughs> yeah. and you will win. The Chiefs, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be replaced by the Chargers. They've already beat the Chargers once. No. I don't. The Broncos don't scare me anymore, and the Raiders. Don't either, no. uh, frankly. And the Bills just not going to get replaced by maybe anyone. And if the Chiefs keep, you know, building on what they did this last week, you know, against the 49ers, they had a bye this weekend, so they didn't play, of course. It's like you have two receivers going for 100 yards. You get it figured out on the running game. Isaiah Pacheco is getting more carries, becoming a bigger part of the offense as well. It is what Patrick Mahomes said at the beginning of the season. He's like, hey, I'm sorry to finish the owners, but it's going to be a different guy every week because these defenses don't know who's, you know what I mean? They don't know who's going to be the main right. character this week, pretty much, is the best way to put it. And last week they showed that. It was like, it's Juju and MVS. Or, you know what I mean, now it's McCole Hardman. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to watch because you just don't mm-hmm. know who's going to go off for him. But, again, you got to keep building off of it. Yeah. And the Dolphins, another team. You mentioned two yeah. receivers going off for 100 yards. It feels like every week. Tyreek and Jalen Waddle are, are going off for 100 apiece, and they did it again. Uh, Tua back looks healthy, uh, throws for 382 yards, three touchdowns. Tyreek Hill goes for 12 catches, 188 yards, and then Jalen Waddle, eight catches, 106 yards, but adds two touchdowns. It's working pretty well for them in Miami. And it, I think Tyreek has got to be happy that this week that he had a big one Again, they played the Lions here, and the Lions' defense is just mm-hmm. absolutely atrocious this year. Um, but it's like 
Tyreek Hill's stats were kind of starting to look pretty bad. And I know two has been dealing with some injuries, but like we only saw, we had him saw, excuse me, we saw Dolphins and Tyreek Hill have that big win against the Bravens early in the year where he had like three touchdowns and, you know, 180 some yards. But like he's been real quiet since then, and today just explodes. So it's like you love to see it. And the Lions' defense is atrocious. They're, yeah. they're absolutely terrible. I, I, I know everybody loves Dan Campbell. I think he might be done after this year. You think so? They just they cannot get over the hump. Is it him or is it the defense? Is it the defensive coordinator? Well, he picks the defensive yeah, coordinator. That's true. Boy. <laughs> so I I would not be surprised if they move on from Dan Campbell. They should probably give him another year. This is only year two. Surely they don't. Like, man, give him just... an opportunity to get a quarterback in there. Yeah. But it is it does not look good in Detroit. I mean, you're drafting. Did they draft one over? They didn't draft one no, overall. They drafted two. Drafted two overall this year, and then had a top ten pick last year. Uh-huh. They're probably gonna have the top pick this year. <laughs> Why is your defense like your secondary so bad? Like even Jeff Kuda, highly yeah. touted corner, not really that good. Like I don't no. feel like he's lived up to the hype and where he was picked. No, but that's tough with corner. Being one of those top guys at corner, like really Jalen Ramsey is maybe the only guy that lives up to the. Yeah. The shutdown corner. Well, Sauce Gardner title. seems to be doing pretty stellar. That's true. He, he seems to be doing really well, which also is funny because let's flash back to the NFL draft when Jets fans didn't want him. Idiots. How's that working out for you? <laughs> maybe uh, Jets fans should just realize, like, if we don't want a guy, maybe you should. Yeah, that draft they had last year has been very good for them. A lot of NFL season left so far, but also a lot of college football season left and on Tuesday, the college football playoff rankings get released. Uh, they will have their top four, and then, of course, they do like their first two out and things like that. I believe, going into this week, my prediction, I think Tennessee comes in as the number one ranked team. And honestly, I don't see how you don't rank them number one. With the good quality wins that they have, yeah. they should be ranked number one overall. And I think Georgia comes in at number two. Part of that reason is those two teams play each other on Saturday. And I think the college football playoff wants number one versus number two. You don't think they'll have it be Georgia than Tennessee? I don't. They, it, maybe they do, but they shouldn't. And I like Georgia. But Tennessee is rolling yeah. right now. And they have very good quality wins. And then you look at Georgia and it's like, Cool, you beat Florida, who and sucks. You almost lost to Mizzou. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's like Georgia hasn't really lived up to that hype yet this year. And Tennessee just, they have. I mean, even people were excited about the Kentucky game. And they destroyed Kentucky. They, they beat, we had to turn the game off last night. It was just like, yeah. it's hard to do a blowout. We beat Alabama. You beat, um, who else they beat? Like LSU. They've got another uh-huh. really good win on their schedule. They're just playing too good to not be number one right now. And it's... For me, it's really exciting to see them be back. I, I mean, you're welcome. And for you, you to see them be so here. So <laughs> welcome, Tennessee Vols fans. Rocky Top, I send me send me a Christmas basket. Have you seen the, the clips of their pregame I stuff? saw it actually today on my way back to Joplin. It's cool. It was fucking amazing. Yep. I used to make fun of the old Rocky Top stuff, too, in their that song. That little song that they played, I think someone turned it like a hype video or something. I think it was actually Yeah, they like remixed it, too. And I was just like. That's cool. That's yep. that's a cool, slow, kind of creepy song, but you do it. You play that song when it's dark in there, and then you have that the orange The fireworks tent. and the orange. The plane's flying over. Man. 
damn. It and makes the me want to go to a game too. out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I put it on the bucket. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I live, shit. Thankfully, they can see like 105,000 people out there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it shouldn't be a problem. But my rankings, and this is the way I think that it should go. And honestly, I, I think that this is the way that it will go. Tennessee 1, Georgia 2, Ohio State 3, and then Michigan number 4. No Alabama. No Alabama in there. you got one loss so far. I think the two teams that are sitting there on the outside looking in right now, I shit on them a lot. <laughs> TCU. They just they keep winning. And I, I don't know. I keep asking you every week. You're like, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> still not convinced that they belong in this group, but they are undefeated. And this weekend they played Oklahoma State, who just beat our Texas Longhorns. They were a top-ranked team. I believe they were number nine. And then, uh, you know, right before kickoff, it felt like. K-State comes out and it's like, Adrian Martinez is hurt. We're going to have to play mm-hmm. our backup quarterback. I, I seriously thought about how can I put a bet down right now mm-hmm. from Missouri. You can't. And thank God, too, because K-State whipped the shit out of how? Oklahoma State. How the frick? Why can't Texas <laughs> With a backup quarterback. Texas has paid their quarterback $3 million to come back, and they can't freaking win. Yeah. Second half letdown, and here comes Kansas straight strolling on over. 48 to nothing. Texas mm-hmm. plays them next week. They're going to okay. lose. Oh, yeah, Texas, Texas is going to lose for sure. And then Ohio State. I think Ohio State's been really good, but they really have not been tested at all. No. So maybe they come in at two. I don't think they deserve to be number one. But if they were at two and Georgia was at three, I'd be okay with that. And then Michigan at number four. I don't love Michigan, but who else are you going to put there? You're going to put TCU. You're going to put Clemson. Yeah, I also don't feel like Michigan's really been tested either. Um, aside right. from their players just getting the shit kicked out of it by Michigan State, uh-huh. and we'll get into that here in a second. But this Ohio State Penn State game that happened over the weekend, the score is forty-four to thirty-one. Was that game like a bigger blowout? And Penn State just had garbage points there in the fourth. It was much closer than the score. Much oh, really? closer. It was a close game in the fourth quarter, and then Ohio State got like a pick six and a big touchdown quickly. Gotcha. So actually, Ohio State they put their foot on the throat, clinched it late, and did exactly what they were supposed to. Good for them, though. And that defensive end for Ohio State, I won't pretend like I can say his name. Uh, JTT is what he's called. He had a strip sack. He had another sack. He, I think he maybe had two interceptions. He had a pick six. Had one hell of a game on the defensive Damn. side. And Penn State did a really good job of playing it close. But Ohio State did what Ohio State does and won the game big. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., another great game mm-hmm. uh, for Jackson him. Jackson Smith and Jigway didn't play because I almost texted mm-hmm. you guys and I was like, where has he gone this year? And I'm glad I looked before because I, he just didn't play. But at the yeah. same time, Marvin Smith, or excuse me, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr., Having himself a hell of a game. I just called it Marvin Harrison Smith. <laughs> it's a mashup. Uh. <laughs> and you make fun of me for saying PJ Locke. <laughs> and one thing watching that game, too, that made me feel really old is that Marvin Harrison Jr. was being guarded by Joey Porter Jr. That's cool. Yeah. Also, like, what? <laughs> These guys are going to be in the NFL in two years. You old, man. It's like, I feel like their dads could still be playing. <laughs> It probably could. <laughs> probably. Joey Porter for sure. That man's a freak too. But I think he's I think he's coaching. He was with the Steelers for a while. I can remember running into him in a couple senior bowls 
I mean, oh, like really? Joey Porter looks like he can still kick ass. <laughs> I mean, that man still looked ripped. Between I, the, uh, Smith, the receiver. God damn, what's his name? Played for the Panthers. Steve Smith. Steve. Excuse me. <laughs> I could agree with him. I, I seen him about four feet away from me, being like, "That's a big ass little dude." Like he's mm-hmm. like, "That's a little receiver." He's freaking thick. Yeah, yeah. And he is not as small as like people think. He's no. another one of those dudes where you see him on Sundays and you're like, "He's little." You see him out walking around, he's not so little. No, I'm not messing. You'd with be him. like, "Hey, he's kind of short, about average height." Yeah. <laughs> He's not little. He fills in every bit of that shirt, and I know that's a large. <laughs> right? Uh, you did mention Michigan uh, and their players getting their asses kicked. Two of the Michigan players in the tunnel at the same time as the Michigan State team. Kind of, I, I saw people say like they got jumped. They definitely got their asses kicked. <sighs> Maybe this is me being a little bit of an anti-Michigan guy. Why are you in there at the same time as the whole Michigan State team? Yeah, I, I think it was I, something along the lines of they were talking smack and then mm-hmm. somehow just – I don't know if you picked one player in the middle of the group and thought, like, I'll be fine. They'll let me in and talk smack, and I'll figure my way back out. <laughs> Wrong, bro. Like, you'd be smarter than that. <laughs> yeah. It is there – It's like jumping in a tiger exhibit thinking, like, ah, oh, it's a little kitty cat. Like, it'll be all right. Uh, oh, you won't exhibit. punch me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> got rocked. again. <laughs> now, I did see one video come out, and it looked like maybe there was a helmet being used to hit another player. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Yeah. that's Should a, not do that unless you're Aaron Donald. Then it's like, no, oh, it's Aaron Donald. He's the coolest guy ever. Let him. Uh, no punishment there. <laughs> but you, you shouldn't do that. At the same time, Michigan, what are you doing? Like, is there not like a specific protocol for these teams that come in to be like, hey, visiting team, you get to go in the tunnel first. Once your whole team is there, then the Michigan Wolverine guys will go in. And maybe that is in place because I did see little number one skipping his way to the front of the line. Bet he won't do that anymore. <laughs> so I, for me, I kind of blame Michigan and the Michigan players. Like, that's kind of what happens when you run your mouth, especially to kids that are 19, 20 years old. I mean, yeah. It's like he did coming off of a loss. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. But like, yeah, he fucked around. Win the stupid and prize he found out. Oh, man. No, you should not hit people with helmets. That's No. They definitely took it too far. It says that on the helmet. Do not hit other people with this. <laughs> yeah. As a coach, I remember reading those like little warning labels in the back. It's like, that's something we had to do every year. Yeah, I always loved the part where it was, do not run into like metal poles. And it was like, which kid did this? And like, this is the reason it has to be on the helmet. Like, what kid's like, I'm going to run into that pole with this helmet on, and I'll be all right. So many of them. So many you of them. You were one, were you? you no, know. not okay. me. But I've seen it <laughs> <laughs> on many, many occasions I have. Oh. And with this sticking with the Michigan thing, to me it's a little bit weird because every like headline and tweet notification that I saw is like two Michigan players get assaulted by Spartans. Well, when you run in your mouth, yeah. <laughs> when you're running you your mouth feel bad. in like that first, one like, weird oh, tunnel that you guys have, that's going to happen. Like, honestly, surprised it hasn't happened more. Uh, or yeah. it has. People just didn't have their cell phones out all the time. Yeah. I'm sure that Michigan, Ohio State in like the 80s, early 90s, sure this happened a lot. Just brawls right there in the top. Yeah, but there was like nobody there. You know? I also think No that, security guard with a camera. Like, so, I just think those brawls are so stupid anyways. 
Like you're about to go beat the tar out of each other on the field. Why are you starting it in the in the tunnel? You can't do anything. Yeah. Like you're gonna get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like your coaches are gonna love you know the tenacity and the fire. You know we got the the blood's pumping. You know we're ready to go. The drilling's here. Let's party. You know what I mean like let's get ready to play. But like why in the tunnel? Like you like it a little bit. Like you like to have the chirpiness. But why does anything physical take place right there in the tunnel when you're about to have a whole two hour, four hours of it in the college football game? You got plenty yeah. of time to let it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's we'll see. I I do think it was maybe a little bit unfair for to pose it as like, oh, two Michigan players got assaulted or jumped. And maybe that's wrong of me. I mean, they did run into the middle. I mean, but, if they're the ones that started it, like again. Mm-hmm. Like, is that like if, I ran, if I went outside and I stood in the street and I ran at a car, you cannot put that I got hit by a car. <laughs> That's on me. You can dodge ball, you can dodge a car. Yeah, I'm the one that was trying to dodge the vehicle. Right? Yeah, if I'm not. running down the center of the road, I see a car coming, and then I dart for the car. That car didn't hit me. I messed up. That and don't cut it on camera. You can swing whatever lullaby you want. <laughs> right? Oh, my neck. Uh, a couple other college football things. The Big 12 uh, looks like they are about to finalize a TV media deal with ESPN and Fox for six years, $2.28 billion. That is a lot of money. And that's huge for the Big 12 because, I mean, it was a year ago. Was it even mm-hmm. a year ago? We were talking about this This conference might just dissolve. Yep. The, these teams might split and go to the Pac-12 or the SEC or – Big Ten, wherever. We thought they were dead. That's it. It kind of feels like they're more alive now than ever. <laughs> they have arisen. <laughs> and, you know, for me, we are both Texas fans. Why are you leaving this conference? It's, I mean, you're not getting any better. I, you're not. You can't beat teams in this division. This was supposed to be – I'll, I'll give them this. This was an opportunity for Texas to take over the Big 12, and it looked like they might when they just absolutely abolished OU in the Big 12 rival, or the Red River rivalry game. Did you lose Texas Tech? Yeah, it tends to happen. It's fine. <laughs> then you turn around and you have another second half letdown against Oklahoma State. And now you're going to get your ass kicked by Kansas oh, State. It's, and, it's not, and then you're going to go play Kansas two weeks after that. It's just like, are you going to lose to them too yep. again? And you hope not. But like, if Texas does not take a massive leap next year, I think the SEC, the, that move. Just look at what A&M's a doing. Massive fail. Yeah. I mean, they finally started playing the freshman that they've highly recruited and paid for, and they almost beat Ole Miss. Again, almost, but. Yeah. And, I, again, look at what is going on at Texas A&M. They lose this weekend to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher even came out and was very open. It was like, you call me and you call my friend Coach Staben clowns. Yeah, I took it personal, and I'm glad you lost. Or had comments about, like, yeah, I'm glad our running game could get going against all those five stars. I loved it. <laughs> I think it's great. But I think Texas and OU can look at A&M, and they can plan on being a little bit better than that. But you're not going to be Georgia. I don't think you're going to be Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, not with what Tennessee is right now. Three right. years like, ago. Look maybe, at but... like, this year, like what A&M and what Florida's doing. Mm-hmm. I think you're somewhere in that range if you're Texas and Oklahoma. God. That's not good. That's not ranked. Like, you're never, you're never going to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. And for Texas, it's like, oh, we took a little bit of money. Like, in that, 
I did look it up today. The SEC teams are getting around $55 million per team for their TV deals. That's great. This new Big 12 deal is going to bump teams from $22 million to about $32 million, which is wonderful if you're Cincinnati or BYU. But Texas doesn't need money. That's what I was going to say. Does that other $23 million really speak that loudly for Texas? I mean, $23 million. Give it to me. I'll probably do anything. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like if you're the University of Texas, do you really need it to go to the SEC? Like what mm-hmm. does the SEC give you that you're not already getting or have? Right. And like maybe it'll be great for other sports. I guess Your other maybe sports are it'll freaking be, good at Texas. Yeah. It's football. They can't figure it out. Can we stay in the Big 12 for football and everything else go SEC? Honestly, I don't know if I want to now. Kansas State's <laughs> good. Oklahoma State's good. Texas, yeah. still not. Yeah. I, yeah, so it, it still it still pisses me off that Texas is leaving, mm-hmm. but uh, I am happy for the Big Twelve to see that like they they did it. Like I said, it was less than a year ago. We kind of thought they might just be dead in the water, and now they've got you know some undefeated teams. They they've got a TCU that looks really good. Then you got K State that looks really good as well. Yeah, they've. They do look better as a conference right now than they probably ever have. And I know we just spent a lot of time talking about Texas and Oklahoma there specifically, but like, let's also look at schools like BYU and Cincinnati and Houston that have come to join the Big 12. This is huge for them in their future. Oh, yeah. You get to come to the Big 12 and you get to throw an extra $32 million on your school revenue. Yeah. Uh, sign me the hell up for that as any one of those programs. Even Kansas. like Kansas is finding some success here in football. Yeah, this is going to help us out of town. We get an extra $10 million. Mm-hmm. Boom, we're going to help, you know, put in new facilities and advancements to the football program and recruiting and stuff like that, especially with these NIL deals that are available now. Yeah, I just think this is so good for the Big 12. Even like, I mean, even Texas Tech, this is great. Like that extra $10 million is going to go a long ways. And excited to see what happens, what comes out of it. It should. And maybe we'll get some teams in the college football playoff. Do you think Kansas State, I know this is going way off the, the deep end here, maybe a possibility or a hypothetical possibility here. Is Kansas State head coach in the running for another like one of these bigger jobs? Yeah, like I in think Nebraska, or would be. you rather stay yeah. at Kansas State? I would probably rather stay at Kansas State right now if you're building something. But I, I think both coaches in Kansas, KU and K State, both. Yeah, because the Kansas State coach is the one that was at North Dakota State. That's what I was looking up. I'm yeah. pretty sure that that is correct. Yeah. I mean, that dude's looking like the real deal. Yeah, it, that, he is. That's where he came from. So. I would think so. I mean, you would be dumb not to at least give it a look yeah. and say, hey, you want to come uh, talk to us? Maybe interview, sit down, see what you're doing. Um, because he is, he, K-State is not a team that I think should be good at football. Like, I've been to Manhattan, Kansas. Why? I've <laughs> never been there. Why are you good at football? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Fargo's nicer. <laughs> I mean, that's maybe why he took it. He's like, yeah, I've been to Fargo. I can, this is fantastic. You guys have two Walmarts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I don't – I questioned it when he took the job to go to K-State. It's like, mm, really? You sure that's what you're, you want to do? Uh, but whatever. It's working out for K-State. <laughs> I, I, I do find myself rooting for the first time ever for the Big 12 as a conference. Because of this TV deal or just – Just uh, because, honestly, because there. Texas know you were leaving. It's like somebody needs to put their arrogant asses in their place and be like, you know what? We're going to be fine without you. Go look at what Texas A&M's doing. They're making a lot of money. Sure. You enjoying it as a football fan? 
No. <laughs> like you're not. Like Texas A&M sucks this year. And guess what? They suck every year. Yeah. That's what the future has for Oklahoma. What does Texas A&M usually finish? Like eight and five? It's not like the Jimbo Fisher. Like eight and four. Not yeah. Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo yeah. Fisher. Excuse me. Yeah. So I eight, don't, if, eight and four. Yes, I would absolutely hate that as a Texas fan. That's what we have every year. Granted, mm-hmm. it's pretty much what it has been. It feels like it has been terrible. It oh, sucks here. You only get ten wins here. By You're the way. Welcome, Oklahoma fans. This is what we've been doing for a long time as Texas fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you oh, guys are <laughs> jumping on board with us. But uh, college football playoff rankings coming out on Tuesday. That will be exciting because I do feel like they always kind of go off. They'll, they'll do something a little bit crazy. And that's why I do think Tennessee will be number one. Is because they, they kind of... They can come out and say they don't look at TV matchups or anything like that, but I think they do. And I think they want Tennessee and Georgia to be one and two, at least for a week. Yeah. And then if you want to put Ohio State as number two, go for it. If Tennessee beats Georgia, who's going to beat Tennessee? Alabama again in the SEC championship game? Maybe just like last year with Georgia. I feel like Tennessee would just turn into such a powerhouse, like, Alabama's like, yeah, yeah, maybe not, maybe not, never mind. Yeah. I don't know. That's what's great about college football. Yeah. Just don't know. Uh, let's end this thing with uh, what we love most about <laughs> Halloween, though. Yeah. I have uh, a list of nothing, pal. <laughs> You've got nothing so far? I freaking hate this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so There's I, a part of me that I love Halloween. It's just the being scared aspect. Like, I love seeing other people be scared or scaring other people. But it's the fact that I don't scare anybody. Everyone scares me. So, like. There's no parody to that. It's all one side. If it makes you feel better, you give me joy during this time of year. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. Because I like making other people happy. Just don't give me a heart attack in the process of your happiness. (laughs) And I told you before uh, we started recording today, uh, it took my daughters out to, there's this thing called the Joplin Spook Light, which is, there's an alleged story that there was an uh, Indian couple, Native Americans, that were like... um, Romeo and Juliet. It's like they fell in love, but they were from different tribes so that they couldn't be married. And then the boy was murdered by the other tribe to be like, stay away from my daughter. Hashtag can relate. And so now the legend is that she goes out every night with a lantern looking for her husband or whatever. So, like, that's the legend here in Joplin. I did not know that was the story. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little oh, creepier, right? Shit. Yep. So there's the. It's called the Spook Light, and I've been out there a couple times as like a, a young kid. It's like we'd go out, have a couple of drinks, and go try to find it, be obnoxious. So I've been out there a couple times, and I've never seen anything. Took my daughters out there this weekend with a couple of our other family members. Immediately saw it. Immediately. I'm talking. We didn't drive around out there for five minutes, and we saw it. It was creepy. I love this time of year. I love getting scared. I love the supernatural. Like uh-huh. 11 months out of the year, I'll probably be like, that's dumb. It's not real. <laughs> the month of October, I will buy into everything. <laughs> oh, you believe in the devil? Yeah, me too. Hope he's not here. Oh, ghosts? Definitely real. Aliens? Sure. All of it. I believe in everything in October. <laughs> All the conspiracies. Giselle's a witch? Yes, I'm in on it. Yeah. But Things that I love, I'll give you my top five things that I love about Halloween. 
And maybe you can share yours too, or we'll just talk about mine. Number one has to be trick-or-treating. It's got to be. Are we having separate lists here? Are we making one unified list? It doesn't matter to me. But number one, got to be trick-or-treating. I feel like that's the OG introduction to Halloween. Oh, I mean, like getting like as a kid, trying to figure out what you're going to be for Halloween. And for me, it was always the same thing. I'll be a Kansas City Chiefs football player. <laughs> and I'd wear a T-shirt and my cleats and my football pants because it was right towards the end of football. Like football season's ending right here around Halloween as a kid. So you still got uh-huh. your pads. You just throw a Kansas City Chiefs T-shirt on it. Pff, yeah. Tell me I'm I not laugh at you, but right you know now. what? I couldn't even count how many times I've been a football player for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Also, I grew up, as you know, very religious. So it was like for Halloween, we went to church outings. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I'm hey, I want to be the devil. It's like, absolutely not. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'll be um, Jason or you know Michael Myers. Nope, can't do that. I remember one year, my cousin had to dress up as a pumpkin. <laughs> That's the kind of weird religious we were. Homie couldn't uh, wear anything. He put on a trash bag, <laughs> filled it with leaves, and was a pumpkin. <laughs> This was, was like a 13-year-old kid. No, it was a, like one of those – do you remember the trash bags you could get that were orange and looked like a pumpkin? Oh, that you put leaves in? Like, That's yes. what he had oh, on. just cut the holes in it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> he was a pumpkin, and I felt bad for him. I was like, I just decided not to dress up. <laughs> That's how bad what it a got. a loser. <laughs> but trick-or-treating, it's the OG thing. And like I said, in my neighborhood, kids still love it. Yeah. Uh, for me, the other th- it's just like watching other people be scared. Like again, I'm usually the one that gets scared. It, it, there uh-huh. is some moments where it is funny, but now it's with you guys. Like, because I've said so many times, like you know, if someone if it's someone else that scares me, like I'm probably gonna fight them. And I just like that's the part where I'm almost more worried now. It's like I'm, I'm worried at the one time I'm gonna think it's you guys and it's not, and I'm like that's homeless person murdering me. And I thought <laughs> with my buddy Mel, like ha ha ha, knock it off, Pfft, knife to the back, <laughs> like. Kind of one of those deals, but like seeing other people be scared or freaked out cracks me up. I think it it's does hilarious. get me going too. Obviously, yeah. as you know, I scared you tonight when you came in. Yep. Yeah, you scared I just can't <laughs> resist. Uh, and it didn't help that I told you I was coming to. You were like, ah, oh, looks like <laughs> I don't know what you. I actually I didn't see here. your text, but I can always hear the door. Yeah, I put my my apartment key in the door, so I was like, why won't this freaking unlock? It's like, oh, wrong key. And so, I'm TBH. I'm a little creeped out by our office. Oh, it's very creepy, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big building. You never know what's going on. We have a artist yeah, next artist. door that, that blares like heavy metal music while he's doing his art. Gives off big Dexter vibes. Mm, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. I thought I pissed him off parking too close last time. When that I really wa- freaked me out. I when knew I walked by pissed. his door, his office door, because there's a hallway, so you have to walk by the individual office doors. I don't walk on that side of the hallway. Yeah. If because he's going to reach out and stab me, he's There's something reach. that's like, he might reach out and grab me and pull me in there. Mm-hmm. TBH, I don't yeah. know. He creeps me out. And my other thing, too, is like people getting in my car. <laughs> Never something I really thought I'd have to worry about until it happened. It was or how you. about <laughs> how we keep moving offices and we still stay in the worst part of town? Uh, yeah, we are in a three-block radius. We can't branch out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All the homeless people here. And I love how we always say it. was like, ah, oh, it's close to the bars. Like, you know, if we just need to go sleep there. We're good. We'll take an Uber home. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not walking here to sleep here. It's creepy. I'm okay. Yeah. We don't even have any beds or couches up here anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sleep yeah. on the floor. 
Uh, so number two for me, I'm putting down just spooky season. Being scared is something that I do like. You like being be. scared? I do. Hmm. During this time. Uh, hold up. <laughs> I like being in control of that, though. Yes, yes. Like, yes, if yes, you yes, were yes. to jump out and scare me like I do you, I would not like that. <laughs> Why? I, don't, I just don't think I would. So you like haunted houses spooked? Like that being scared, or the movies? I, so, like, haunted houses. I would like to go to an actual haunted house. I don't go to, like, the spook houses where they, like, jump out and grab you and stuff. Oh, okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah. So, like, I'm in control of my being scared. Yeah. If I'm watching a movie and I start to get freaked out, my trick, I look at the top right corner of the screen. Why? Because then it looks like I'm watching the movie, <laughs> but I'm not going to see the shit that jumps out at me. <laughs> <laughs> that is do i need to appear tip right tough there. in the moment yes so you might take a peek at me like oh man i can't watch this part and then you look over at me and you're like damn mellow is just glued on locked in no top right part of the screen i feel like nothing comes from that spot it always comes from the bottom or the sides nothing comes from the top corner that's, that's a veteran move i appreciate that <laughs> yep and then i will still jump and cry and be obnoxious, but that's what I do. Oh, man. But I, I like going to, like, places that are alleged to be haunted. I like watching scary movies. Mm-hmm. I finally watched uh, your movie. Well, Sinister? Is that the one we were talking uh-huh. about? Yeah, pretty solid movie. Yeah. Not going to lie. Do you watch the second one yet? I have not. That's the, the clicking. The, I know I've told you this several times off here. Like, the film clicking in that second one at the end of the movie mm. freaks me out. Gives me chills. Yeah, and I had not seen it. I told you that, but yeah. I, to report it on the podcast, I had not seen it before. So it was a, it was a really good movie. But I do I like being in control of when I'm scared. Yep, because I am a baby. <laughs> but haunted houses, movies, the spook light. I mean, can I get you to go out there eventually? I would. Yeah, I, I would mind you. it. Because I mean, <laughs> that's a year round thing, right? Like that's not just like yeah. A, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know if she only looked for him like once a year, or if it was. She's always I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I've been out there at different I didn't times. Know that. I really didn't know that was a story. It's a really cool story. That's a sad story. <laughs> and my brother, Matt Miller, ESPN, he was out there with ESPN, us. Yeah. Uh, he posted some pictures. And I think uh, like if you just look at the pictures, you might look at it and be like, he's a dumbass. That's a car. I didn't think he was. I, I didn't think he's a dumbass. But like, I did think I was like. Cool, he took a picture of a car in the distance. Like that's <laughs> right. kind of a neat picture. I didn't realize yeah. that. My, and my mom took one too, but hopefully people don't follow her because that's weird. And she put it on Facebook. And even like seeing them post it, I thought like people are going to look at this and probably think they're dumb. Of like, that's just a car. Yeah. Or there's a cell phone tower that's out there too, and people will be like, these guys are dumb. That's a <laughs> cell phone tower. But I will tell you, as a skeptic, most to- most of the time, it was definitely not a car. It was weird because when cars would drive by, I feel like there are a lot of people out there this time of year looking for it. So when cars would drive by, you could tell distinctly there's two headlights. That's a car. And like car headlights shine for a very long ways. Uh This light did not. It was just like it was there, but it wasn't like shining at you. And you said it was like going back and forth across the road. Uh Uh-huh. Was it like quickly or was it like Not at you or away from you. Just kind of like side to side, very slowly creepy chills so you guys are do you have the lights on in your cars or are you guys no, just standing in the middle of the road up on top of one of the hills yep so was that kind of creepy enough as a too like just yeah because then you're also close to oklahoma so it's like mm, who's out here exactly hillbillies 
Um, so we, <laughs> we saw it, and we, like, got out of our cars, like, and even for me, I was like, eh, that's probably a car coming, like, whatever. And then we kind of all, I think we realized, this thing isn't coming towards us. Yeah. It's just kind of there. So then turned the car lights off, and it still just kind of did its thing. Man. Yeah. So no, if you're ever I'm in intrigued. Joplin, hit I'm up in, our sponsors yeah. and then head to, and it's called like the Joplin Spook Light. It's really cool though. Good for you. My mm-hmm. next one, am I up again? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the way people decorate their yards. Ooh, that's, that's a one good of one. my, like the, especially that house in uh, your neighborhood. Yeah. Like they've added Thousands to the of dollars. giant towers. I, I want to just stop in and talk to him and just be like, mm-hmm. how long does this take you to do? And when, at what yep. point do you now start going to Christmas? Because yeah. tomorrow is their is their Super Bowl. Yeah, it, but they also go pretty hard for Christmas. Yeah, but I, Halloween is I think they got a. Fi- I, I'm not even kidding, you guys. Like a 15, 20 foot skeleton. Yep, uh, a couple of them. Yeah, like didn't three they bring or four. in a, the Reaper? Is the Reaper in there too? Is that I think so. Yeah. I think he's new this year. And then, then they have witch. the inflatable ones as well. And then they got like other yard decorations. I mean, they go all out and it looks spectacular. But it's almost like a hazard because when you drive by, you're not looking at the road. You're you know, on at that. Christmas vacation, when they look at his electric meter and it's just spinning, <laughs> yeah. that guy for Halloween. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't imagine. I. He's got to have a deal with Web City, like the city. Like, hey, yeah, uh, cut it in yeah. half this month because <laughs> right. I'm paying for the whole neighborhood pretty much. Yeah, I mean, thousands of dollars easily. I'm if I had to estimate how much money he has put into his yard, it's probably five thousand dollars. Worth of stuff, and that might be low ball on it. You got to go trick or treating with the girls and just <laughs> ask them. Just be like, hey, like, I just got to know how much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just tell me, no judgment, but like, I got to know. <laughs> it's like, if, if it don't matter, Petey, why well, you got to know? Like, <laughs> I just got to know. <laughs> uh, my next one costumes. Costumes, oh. I feel like costumes are like video games. It used to be weird when adults would wear uh-huh. costumes. Now, Costumes more for the adults. <laughs> I don't think I told you what. So I went. I ended up going out Saturday. I uh, did not plan on it. I was at a buddy's house uh, eating dinner. My buddy got a new house, and they re, they're redoing everything. Long story short, ended up making my way to Joplin. Reach out to some buddies. Boom, there is. So I I don't have a costume because again didn't plan on going out. But I do go out and I see someone else in the costume, and I walk up to the bar, order a drink, and I see this little red flag sitting there. I pick it up, I put it in my shirt, and I thought I'm going to be a walking red flag, and that was my costume. I was proud of it. Came up with it right on the spot. Pretty creative. <laughs> Everyone loved it. Three-hole punch gym. Because some of the girls that were out knew me, they're like, this is funny because you're not a red flag at all. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably the greenest. I'm probably the biggest green flag out there. But tonight, I'm a walking red flag. Yeah. It's like an alter I got ego. so many numbers. That's all girls want, red flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Well, it's like us earlier talking about how we like crazy girls. I get the number and then mean. immediately turn and walk away like I'm done talking to you. Mm-hmm. Just tear it up in their face. You're dumb. <laughs> Just kidding. Can I get your Instagram? Yeah. Have a yeah. snap. Costumes, though, I do feel like they're becoming more of a adult thing than a child thing. Yeah, anymore. I mean, the college days were the best. Or I was gonna say maybe that was just the super religious me that wasn't allowed to wear costumes. <laughs> yeah, we weren't allowed to like it. Also, I I grew up a little bit poor, so it's like my my family wasn't just going out and buying a costume. That's also very true. You weren't spending 25 bucks on something you were going to wear once. We were football players because, one, we thought it was cool. Exactly. We didn't really have any other options. Yeah. I was a football player because I knew I had a football jersey. Like, that was my version of being a football player. If Halloween was in the summer, I'd be a baseball player. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> with some stained up dirty baseball pants yep. that I was still actively wearing. Uh, my next one is just candy in general, mm. which is different from trick or treating because I don't trick or treat now and I still get a bunch of candy. Can I get some of the girls' candy? Yes. I guess I could just go buy my own bag of candy. That's a, that's a pretty easy solution. <laughs> you could, yeah. You could buy the variety pack for like four bucks. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, just, I'll be good. Don't worry about me. I'll go buy my own. <laughs> I also love the the like urban legend of like, oh, check your kid's candy. You know what I've never done? Checked my kid's candy. I remember as a kid like getting the letters from school because it was always from the dare officers. It was like, be sure to check your apples for razors and stuff. I'm like, I'm not getting freaking – like, if I get an apple for trick-or-treating, I can promise you right now I am not eating it. No, I'm not going to eat that. Don't even check it, Mom. Put it in the trash. I saw a TikTok video, and I hope that this isn't real, but people are like, watch out because drug dealers are putting fentanyl in your kid's candy this year. Yeah. It's like, that's what you think drug dealers are wasting their money on? Not selling their product, but to just be like, yeah, let's drug some We're going to kill some kids. Yeah. Now, are there some weirdos out there? No. Yeah, maybe. Here's the other thing. Yeah, I feel like that house might give off that type of vibe. Don't go to that <laughs> right. one. Like, right. This is also just kind of where it falls into like the natural selection type of deal. Yeah, go to a trunk or treating where it's safe. Mm-hmm. Like if you live in a bad neighborhood where you think they might be lacing your candy with fentanyl, <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> just go to a church. Yeah. They're guaranteed to have a trunk or treat. Maybe skip that house. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of scary movies before where they're like, yeah, we're not going to go to that house. Just do that. Yeah, the lights on. I don't care. Not okay. going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last one is creatures and characters. I don't know how or why, but like bats, spiders, vampires. Oh. You know like all of it gets lumped into Halloween. Mhm. I like it. I guess I never really – yeah, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like Spiders? It, Halloween and Christmas have, like, these different characters almost. I hope I don't jinx myself saying this because I've been, like I've had good luck with it. I thought growing up that two things were going to be a lot more terrifying than what they have been, and that's quicksand and spiders. Yeah. That really dealt with me. I don't feel like I see a lot of spiders, which is good. I like that. Growing up, we'd knock on some wood, homie. And you would get, like – you get those wolf spiders and stuff, you know what I mean? That make yep. those real big, like, burrow type of nests and stuff, like along a building or something. Like, ooh, yeah. that's creepy. They're I've never out. seen a spider nest, but their webs are intimidating. Uh, have you seen a wolf spider? It is like a nest. <laughs> oh, so you really don't know what I'm talking no. about then. So they build, like, a big wall, but it's got, like, this big giant tunnel in it, and they hide in the back tunnel because they're, like, their nests or webs. You're are, not lying, though. It's a like nest. real low, yeah. All right, I stand corrected. Yeah. And they're like huge giant, and but they're not like poisonous or anything. They just eat other like insects. Mm-hmm. So like the, an ant or like a cricket's like, ooh, what's in here? And that wolf spider's like, me, bitch. Boo. Yeah. Those are the good ones, though. People mm-hmm. people around here are like, keep those around. They eat insects and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until they mix in with your brown recluse, recluse spider that almost kills you. Yep. I did see, I saw another TikTok. Of a guy that got bit by a brown recluse. He also almost died. And, crazy, he got bit in the same area as me. I'm... I really (laughs) hope I haven't jinxed myself. Like, for me, they were were worried about my kidneys. For this guy, he was like, he almost lost his liver. Oh, man. Over it. I feel like like I've already done enough. Why are we not just killing these spiders? Like, how have we not just eradicated them? What are you? What are you doing for me? But what's the good? point of this uh, bug spray? Like my apartment has 
like they have like someone come out once a month and like spray for bugs mm-hmm. or whatnot. And I have not realized previously because I'm usually been out. The landlord comes into the apartment with them to like make sure they're not stealing anything. And they leave letters like, please come up to your apartment, da 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 da. I have not done that. And so like I just come home sometimes and I'm like, man, she probably thinks this place is like a disaster. Because like I just got clothes like <laughs> next to my washer, like on the ground, like I'll uh-huh. pick them up. You haven't bed. had that opportunity of like, oh shit, somebody's going to be here. Let me clean up real fast. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like everybody does that. No matter how clean your house is, if somebody's like, hey, can I stop by and get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me five minutes. Like when there's been a couple nights where you're like, "Hey, like, can I just crash at your place?" I'm just like, "God damn it! I knew I should have cleaned it before I came out." So like, as I'm walking my way through, I'm like kicking clothes down the hall, like in the other room or in that guest room because it's right next to my laundry room. I just take my clean clothes and throw them on the bed. I've been better about it the last week or whatnot, but it's still just like, "Oh, this is so bad." Yep, that's everybody. Everybody does that. Is there anything else on Halloween for Halloween that you like? Um. I like that some people are more outgoing or feel like they can be who they really are in their costumes because they feel like they're hidden. Like I have an uncle that's that way where he's very shy and reserved, but as soon as he puts on like a Halloween mask or a costume, he just like thrives or for some reason like he's not scared to go dance or go socialize or talk to other people. That's me on alcohol. (laughs) Yeah, this is him in a mask. (laughs) So it's like I think there's probably a lot of people for Halloween that like that or whatnot, but – it's also just funny to see how people in their costumes live into what it is or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like I saw Cheech and Chong Saturday too, and they swear they weren't high, but man, they looked high the entire night, and they were just everything that they responded. Okay, like, so I like, saw the <laughs> I saw the pictures. If you're gonna go as Cheech and Chong and you're not high, then you've lost. Like well, I don't care. Also... I don't care how accurate your costume looks. If you're not blazed out of your mind as Cheech and Chong, then you're not doing it right. So I, I agree. Because when I kept asking them, like, and I don't know if they just thought I was going to be like disappointed in them or something if they were, but I was just like, oh, like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah, how are you Like, not? you look high. Like, you look like you're starting in your mind. And I was like, I'm just acting. And I was like, maybe don't act. Just be real. <laughs> yeah. Maybe tell me the truth. Yeah, I know about, about four people over drugs. there at the bar right now that you could probably talk to. Yeah. Scooby-Doo over there is them. high as shit right now. Yeah. Hey, Fred Daphne, <laughs> currently high go talk to them <laughs> yeah that guy's dressed up as a cop he's high oh wait no that's a real cop he's high though <laughs> yeah. by the way make sure you're registered to vote especially if you're here in missouri because we vote on recreational marijuana oh yes we do november 8th yes we do. you're talking about getting me to the polls <laughs> that'll do it race you <laughs> that'll do it all right that's it for us uh today we appreciate all of you guys Listening all over the world, not just you Missouri listeners, and thanks for putting up with us this Halloween season uh, to be safe out there, trick-or-treating, doing whatever it is that you like to do on Halloween, but that's it for us, and we will talk to you guys again on Thursday.